Hello. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm feeling good. <laughs> it's a it's, it's a, a hint. little hint to this it's week's episode. I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. This is Dude. That's fucked up. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. <sighs> Welcome to the pod, dudes. Um yeah, we got a, a fun a fun one for you today. Oh my gosh. It's really, really fucked up and you might be shocked. Uh, it was crazy. I I didn't know anything about any of this. So Me neither. Um, I mean, I knew like some of the people that we're going to mention, not really focus on today, but I knew they had like problems with substance abuse and things, but I didn't know like the driving force behind some of it or like yeah, the... Um, Impetus, uh, for... yeah, the, the impetus or like the uh, enable the enabler, uh huh, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll get to that in a second. But, yeah, oh my god, you guys, the meetup is tomorrow. <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> it's just so crazy! <laughs> it's so crazy. We are so excited to meet some of y'all, um, in LA tomorrow. Have a bev, have a bev, chill, talk, yeah. If you guys aren't in the Facebook group or, like, maybe you're just catching up or you're listening to this episode randomly, um, if you're in the Los Angeles area, come join us. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I I can't wait for, like, when we're on the other side of the meetup and we get to talk Mm -hmm. about how fun it was. Yeah. Because I'm a little nervous. Yeah. We also – well, this is not actually – Wednesday that we're recording this obviously <laughs> it's currently Sunday <laughs> and I have I'm not in LA just yet but uh for all intents and purposes we're saying tomorrow's the meetup um, yeah because <laughs> that's when we're putting out this episode but uh I'm excited to get to LA and see Nicole in person I haven't seen you in like Months. a while in, yeah. in person so and we're gonna record uh an episode while I'm there so that'll, that'll be really fun yeah I'm excited. Uh, I'm very it's ex- excited. It's an exciting time. We need to pick a topic for that, too. I think I got one. <laughs> so excited. Yeah. Um, um, any other yes. business? Any other? I don't think so. I, shirts are available. Like, I can ship them out same day when you <gasps> place an order. I can, I can, I now have the ability to just pop it in the mail that day. So, um, yeah. It was it was a joke that like remember we made like a note about how we're gonna wear it all the time, but like we're gonna have to wash it and stuff. <laughs> and I feel like that was a joke, except I've definitely worn mine three times without washing it. <laughs> how else are you gonna get it nice and soft like you want it? <laughs> Got to break it in. Uh, mo- mostly it's been around the house, but still. Yeah, but still. Also, like I rarely wash clothes, like new clothes, before oh. I wear them. Is oh. that weird? Uh. Uh, I wash mine because sometimes you don't know, like they might be coming from like some weird sweatshop somewhere. Hopefully they're not. But like, I don't know what, if it's yeah. like there's bugs on it. I don't know. Uh, or if yeah, they like treat just... it with something that's like going to make you rashy. You know, like if it's like yeah. a harsh chemical. Maybe. But... I just, uh, I just like really, I get so excited when I get new clothes that I'm like, I got to wear this now. Do you wash swimsuits after you buy them though? Oh, I, I just wash the wash the crotch area, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just like the crotch and butt area. Like you peel you peel off the like little sticky protector thing, and then you just wash wash the crotch and then, yeah. Can we be real? Like real talk? Who's yeah, real that talk. protecting? 
I mean, it's, I, it's not even as thick as a panty liner. It's like God. I really hope there nobody's out there trying on bathing suits without their chonies on. You know, sans chonies, sans chonies. Yeah, that's that's a scary thought. Oh, I, you but know, you know, if you are cool, ew. No, you know, if you are, fuck you. Take that's some gross. penicillin. And I, then I have to rip off that sticker with my hand, and your chocha touched it. <laughs> I really hope there's no discharge on those things. Like, come on, man. This bathing suit's literally been tainted. <laughs> you put your taint on it. Physically, emotionally. <laughs> you've, you've emotionally tainted something. <laughs> What do you mean? I mean, it feels like you stuck your tape on my heart and my soul. Yeah, that's rude. Don't do that. We live in a, a civilized society, guys. But, you know, they have to put that fucking thing on there because there's yeah. people in the world that will, will not hesitate oh, for sure. to oh, for sure. go, go raw dog it and put that fucking bathing suit on <laughs> without their chonies on. Raw dog <laughs> you know and it's like i feel like it's like one thing if a dude like like dudes were doing that but like ladies have still fluids. gross yeah but ladies have like fluids and it's like dudes have ball sweat yeah and just like fr- <laughs> like free flowing pubes like i don't know so do i <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> we all do yeah except if you don't <laughs> except if you're bald down there Except if you've gotten elect- electrolysis on your yeah. on your cooter, which um, or a Brazilian, whatever, yeah, whatever that's floats fine. your boat. I don't yeah. have the time cool. or money to do that. So me neither. My... Nor the pain tolerance. Yeah, so I'm pulling the Billy Goat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Billy Goat Bush. <laughs> Throwback. Yeah, we've had so many throwbacks already. Callbacks. I need callbacks. Callback. Callbacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to. I need to uh, go back and listen to old episodes. Uh, not to be a narcissist, but to make sure that I'm not like retelling the same stories because <laughs> that because you know you do that in like group friends group friend bleh, groups of friends like where yeah. you're like everybody kind of tells the same story over and over like if there's one person that hasn't heard it and you're yeah. like oh let me tell you this and everybody's like shut the fuck up I don't know well I would tell you if we've already talked about it if I remembered. Yeah, if I remembered something, but I don't, so okay. that's why I need to go back and listen. That's, that's what I'm saying. Anything fucked up happen? Yeah, I have – okay, I feel really bad because um, I was talking to my mom last night, and she went to her, like, girlfriends growing up, like, when they were tiny, tiny kids. Um, she, it was her mom's birthday, one of her friend's mm-hmm. birthdays. Mom, one of her friend's mom's birthdays. So she went Got to like it. a party yesterday and she saw her old friends and she was just like, oh, it was so fun, but like sad because her mom passed away a few years ago. And so I was like, oh yeah, but I'm sure it was nice to see everyone and like spend time. She's like, yeah. And then she was like, oh, and um, also uh, – Marty, Kira's husband, got her a present for her birthday to go to see a psychic. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, how? what does she feel about this? I had to, like, wait it out for a second. And then she's uh-huh. like, yeah. And it wasn't one of those, like, dumb ones. It's, like, one of the good ones because they work with the police and stuff. And I was like, oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. And, and, I, and I was like, oh, but still a fake one. 
Like, and she's like, what? And I was like, those people aren't real. And she's like, thanks for being mean about something that I thought was a happy thing. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. (laughs) And then then she, like, started talking about something else. And then I was like, okay, wait. Like, later in the conversation, I was like, "Uh, I feel like I just, like, shat all over your um, fun thing. Go on. Tell me about it. And she's like, (laughs) she was like, Nicole, someday I'll be gone. And you'll want to talk to me and you know some someone like that might help you and i was like no <laughs> they wouldn't help me oh no and then i just felt so bad i made it worse and then i and and then i i think it's fine i just don't believe in any of that i don't either i i you know i don't fault anybody for like I know. believing in it i personally don't Maybe maybe there's some validity, but for the most part, those a lot of those people are uh, just really good at uh, reading situations and yeah. learning how to, you know, and, capitalize on people's weaknesses. And it's like, oh, they work with the police, and it's like, I don't think I don't think the police treat them as like actual. They sometimes they bring up things that the police haven't thought about, or like, but it's yeah. just random. Also, that's what they're saying. Like, I highly doubt if you went to the police department and you were like, so your psych- your resident psychic, they'd be like, yeah. oh, no, no. We don't. Yeah, yeah. There's a person that likes to email us a lot. We humor theories. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I know. So, uh, yeah, I just felt bad. Sorry, Mom. But yeah. you do you if you enjoy and, it. You do and you. And also, but- if, it, if it helps you, like, if, if going to see a, a psychic, it helps you with, like, whatever you're going through, whether it's, like, a breakup or the passing of a loved one or whatever, like, that's, that's your – that's fine. Like, if that's something that helps you get over or, you know, kind of eases pain a little bit, then yeah. I don't have – I don't think there's a problem with it. But, but like, acknowledge that it's entertainment. Because yeah. otherwise, like, all the murders would be solved. And all, you know, like, it, it sucks because on one hand, it's like entertainment. And, and sure, if you're, like, maybe looking for a new career or, like, you like kind of want to go for fun, I think that could be fun. But I just don't yeah. like how they take advantage of people where it's like, oh, you know, my mom passed away and I've just been thinking about – it's like, oh, she's t- she's telling me right now that you're she loves you. And it's like, fuck off. Like, that's such garbage. I, yeah. You know, it's just yeah. sad that, that people take advantage of that shit. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, Anywho. I'll cut this well, all out. You know, some people, I don't have anything fucked up myself. Um, I don't know. I'm just real excited to come to California. Yeah. Or see everybody at the hangout. Yeah. Or at the the get-together. What was going to be your segue? My segue is, you know, some people just need a little extra help. They need a little little something extra to get them over the hump. Uh Uh-huh. They might might need a little cocktail to get over nerves. They might need a little, you know, vitamin B to like get their their energy up. Um, and some people understand this really well. Not just psychics either. Like doctors <laughs> might get this. Like today, you could go to the doctor and get a vitamin B injection if you want to. Oh, really? Yeah, in your. You butt. could just ask mm-hmm. for one, and they'll give it to yeah. you. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Some doctors do, or you can some. Uh, there's like companies out there that. Uh, 
bring you IVs, like when you're in Vegas and partying. Yeah. And you're super hungover the next day and you need to be rehydrated replenished. and, and replenish, get some electrolytes and vitamins into your system. Yeah. There's like companies that will come to you and, and inject you. What I'm saying is sometimes you just need a little help. Yeah. And back in the 50s and 60s and 70s even, there was a doctor who did just that for a lot of high-profile people. Mm. His name is Dr. Feelgood, a.k.a. <laughs> Miracle Max, a.k.a. Max Jacobson. Yeah. It's not – I don't actually – okay, I wrote in our notes that it's not the Aretha Franklin song, but here, let me sing it for you. <laughs> okay. No, no, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> and then I wrote in our notes it's not the Motley Crue song. But here, let me sing it to you. <laughs> Are uh, you I don't know that song. He's the one that called Dr. Feel Good. He's the one that make you feel all right. You know that song? No, I don't know that song, but I love Molly oh. Crew. Yeah, it's a great song. Because I like Shout at the Devil. Yeah, that's a good one. But uh, Dr. Feel Good is like one of like their very famous songs. Well, that probably is about this guy, right? Or, or like. No, it's just about a drug dealer. Oh, okay. I don't. Uh, the Aretha Franklin song's more about like a man that makes her feel good. And she calls him Dr. Feel Good in the morning. Ooh, yes. <laughs> so good. Well, it's I'm not kill that. myself now. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> no, you're you're beautiful. It's great. You're doing great, sweetie. Uh, I did it. I did it kind of weird on purpose so I wouldn't hate myself. But now I hate myself more. <laughs> you're fine. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Don't worry. Okay. It's all good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that we're not talking about those. the those dudes in the song. Either either song. <laughs> this is a real person who is an actual doctor. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he treated some very famous people. Like, like super high profile. Like through like a pretty good chunk of time. Um, some of his – yeah, and he was like – he was located in uh, the Upper West Side of Manhattan. So yeah. they're <laughs> – they there was lots of like fancy people that he was treating and he was treating his patients basically with meth yeah like before we knew what meth was like he was injecting people with it yeah was it on um, i thought it was on the upper east but i wrote upper west so i don't know uh anyway it was in manhattan it was in manhattan it was fancy and he was like, and it was pretty much just like, yeah, come by whenever and let me know your ailments and I have a solution for you. It's basically one size fits all. And you know why it works? Because meth. Yeah. Well, he didn't tell people it was meth. He'd just say it was like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Vi- vitamins and uh, little little pep, pep, like peptides. Pep yeah. Little, <laughs> I don't know. Little, 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 little squirt to get y'all pepped up. I don't know. But he'd just basically like stick a needle in people's butts and they'd get all riled up um so some of his patients were marilyn monroe tennessee williams bobby fisher that's carrie fisher's dad yeah um married married to debbie reynolds and elizabeth taylor yeah he was doing things yeah um humphrey bogart judy garland truman Mm. capote mickey mantle um and elizabeth taylor yeah yeah and many more Many more. Many, many more. And I feel like it wasn't that weird at this time because 
there's a story there. So in the series Mad Men on AMC that ended a couple of years ago, there was a character for a while that that like referenced this oh, doctor. Yeah. Did you see that? I, yeah. I, okay. I like read an article. I need to watch it. Yeah, Harry Hamlin, I think is the um is the actor that played. Uh, this doctor on the series and he was like I read like an interview with him and, and he was like it's so weird because actually my dad worked for NASA and during this time and they were encouraging their employees to take these shots because they were trying to figure out how to get a man on the moon and yeah like, everybody was just exhausted and run down and then um so the dad was getting those shots and then the mom started getting them too and he even remembered helping his mom like give her her shot of basically meth at this time because it was like just a thing that people were doing it's crazy Holy shit it's so crazy it was okay amphetamines were super prevalent at this time just in general like around the world like we yeah. didn't we didn't know that it was speed uh we didn't know and yeah. then which also like becomes meth if you add a couple more things to it yeah uh but it's all the same basically yeah. and we, we we don't back then there was not the same stigma around it uh as Obviously, there is now. Um, so, yeah. So, Max Jacobson, this doctor, he was um, he was born in, like, the, the – I think he was born in 1900. Like, not just the 1900s. Like, oh, he was born yeah, in, in 1900. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he – I think he was German and had to escape Nazi Germany because he was Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, and he left Germany in, like, 1936. Uh, he was already a doctor at this time, and he was, like, doing – he had his own practice and stuff, but he's – that doesn't save you <laughs> from Nazis. <laughs> no. <laughs> so he had to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I think, too, he was, like, interested in multiple sclerosis at the time, but – Yeah. But um, eventually kind of found his niche, which led to, like, what he ultimately was creating and, and – ministering as treatment uh he was like kind of focused on booster shots which i i don't think i ever realized what these were but they're um like you know you get your immunization when you're a a kid yeah um and like into your early adolescence booster shots you get i I probably had them at some point in my 20s but it's basically like a little um you like re-up on them because you get them when you're like a an infant or toddler or whatever yeah and then you like re-up on your boosters as like a teen, what? Like I guess. What, I think maybe yeah. Like what? What would like a booster shot be? Like uh, rubella, mumps. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. I like think so. Those, those yeah. kind of vaccinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe polio or something. Polio, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's just like a little tiny. It's it's like a a little tiny bit more of the immunization that you got originally to like mm. re kind of engage the your antibodies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to make sure you're like your body is trained to fight whatever the disease interesting is. yeah yeah i just got my uh i re-upped on my uh what's the one for you, in case you step on a nail tetanus tetanus i hadn't had a tetanus shot in forever so i almost I said did that like a couple of years ago I, when i said tetanus i was like is it tetanus or tetris <laughs> Not Tetris. No, <laughs> Not your Tetris I, I shot. had a little bit of an internal panic. I was like, oh, <laughs> you idiot. We can always edit it out if you ever yeah. get anything really yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and we caught it. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, he was interested. He was interested in actual science, and and you know, he was a real doctor. He wasn't a completely a quack yet. Yeah, <laughs> but he was like also wacky. He was a little wacky. Yeah. Also, at this time, like medicine was kind of like still not the most like like we're there was a lot of experimentation going on still mm-hmm. at this time. Um. So yeah, he was a little wacky, but. He, um, I think he had, like, a pretty good bedside manner is what it sounds like to me. Mm. Like, where he would, like, listen really well to people and, like, gain their trust and be like, you need this. Let me yeah. get, let me just give you this thing. This is, like, what I, I give to everybody. Helps pretty much everybody I've worked with. You know, he has, like, a, a good, a good, uh... Rapport with his patients, sounds All, like. Yeah, almost like a, 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 like a salesmanship even. Because mm-hmm. if, if it was like, yeah, because he was treating everyone essentially with the same concoction. Sort of. Yeah, I guess there was like little, there was little um, changes here or there. So some people would get sent home with certain things or whatever. So I read a, I read a, I can't remember which article it was. There, I've read so many different ones. I have like 500 tabs open on this guy right now. Yeah. But there, I read something where he would just take his medicine bag and dump it upside down on his desk and he'd like sort through it and he'd have all these like vials of like whatever and he'd just like mix it up and make like a little like bespoke kind of treatment for whoever. But it was it was just all meth. Yeah. <laughs> it was mostly meth. And what he'd do too is he would um he got to the point eventually like in his career where where people trusted him so much yeah that he would literally just put a vial of meth in the mail with some like with a couple of disposable syringes and send yeah. them to his patients. So insane. Oh Crazy. my god. Um also, like, I, I guess it does to- seem totally random. Like, you said he kind of, like, dumped his bag upside down. All of those vials had, like, totally weird shit in them. Like, so- some things were, like, legit, like, vitamins. Like, it was, yeah. like, concentrated vitamins and, like, steroids and stuff. But then he just had, like, animal placenta and bone marrow in there, too, and was just, like, a little little dab of this, a little dab of that, just, like, making a little... Yeah, like- <laughs> little little concoction, little cocktail. Yeah. Good lord. But then it's like, okay, cool. Whatever you put in it, it's fine. But then you add meth, and it's like, okay, well, you didn't even need those other things in here because once meth's in there, it's like taken over. Yeah, like exactly. That's the main ingredient. Yeah. Um. It's <laughs> it's just real methy. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. So. Yeah. He he was just getting kind of weird. Oh. Um, but. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, but people loved it. It was definitely effective. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean. People uh, were like, I'm so tired. No, boing. I'm not. <laughs> I feel great. I can lift this car up over my head if I want to. <laughs> oh, my God. What's in? What was in that butt, butt shot you gave me? Yeah. Oh, I can't stop picking at my face. Like, <laughs> I didn't sleep last night, but I counted every freckle on my legs. Like, oh my god. I haven't slept in 72 hours, but I just wrote the next great American novel. (laughs) Truman Capote. Yeah, there you go. I uh, like that. Um, Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, I thought was funny that someone mentioned, I don't know if this is true or not, but he'd like do some like witch doctory stuff. Like he'd like put everything in a beaker and boil it sometimes, or he'd like put everything in a vial and like wave a magnet over it. Like what he the was, fuck? he'd sage it and then he'd be like, this'll oh solve God. all your problems. No, I don't know if he did that, but he did the magnet thing and he boiled it sometimes. Which, what yeah. ha- when, when you boil meth, isn't that how it turns into like a solid or something? Crystal meth. Oh my God. He was like. <laughs> this was like the OG Breaking Bad. Like he had magnets and he, and he had, he was making actual crystal oh meth. Oh my God. He is the pioneer of meth. Yeah. Um, so he, yeah, he started to have like this reputation grow around him. Like all these famous people were like, holy shit, I yeah. have never felt better slash worse in my life. <laughs> um, and, I've you know, never he, felt better and looked worse in my life. <laughs> yeah. And so he, start, he starts getting this like real uh, kind of cult following of like famous like upper class clientele. Um, he eventually got in touch with, um, let's see, what was his name? He was the White House photographer. Uh, oh, Mark... Mark Shaw. Mark Shaw, yeah. Um, so therefore, at the time, he, because he got acquainted with Mark Shaw, who was the White House photographer, he eventually started to treat JFK. Oh, also, so, Dr. Feelgood was treating JFK's friend Chuck Spaulding, who was like a New York yeah. businessman. So there was like multiple people. A lot of connections. Yeah. So JFK was getting recos left and right to see this dude. Yeah. Well, and that was because JFK was actually really, really ill. Like, he was a very – he had a lot of problems, a lot of health problems. Like, you thought Donald Trump's health assessment was (laughs) sketchy. Uh, If only we had known how bad JFK's, like, health was back then. Uh, All this came out later on, like, after he'd passed away. Like, all of this was, like, declassified. Uh, JFK was very, very ill. Um. He had a host of issues. Um, He had Addison's disease, um, which is a disorder uh, uh, in which the adrenal gland doesn't produce enough hormones, and that results in making you really fucking tired, uh, nauseated, and dizzy. Mm. Uh, And so he – when he was diagnosed around this time is when they found like not a cure but a treatment for it because it was this was like kind of a serious disease before they figured out what it was. Mm. Um, so right around the time he was diagnosed, he, they had a treatment. So he uh, had to have lots of injections of cortisol. Cortisol is like what the treatment is for Addison. So um, he also had colitis, which is a major intestinal disease. So on top of like having his adrenal glands make him really nauseated and feel like shit. He also had like diarrhea all the time. <laughs> I was just going to say. Diarrhea and constipation. Oh yeah. Oh my God. God, yeah. pick one, you know? You I can't with colitis. I, oh God. That's what makes me really feel for people because it's hard going back and forth through those things. If it's one or the it other, sucks. at least you can like prepare for it and like do the thing you need to do to like yeah. deal with it. But it's like if you wake up one day and you don't know if it's constipation or diarrhea, that's that's a hot, rough life. It's so rough. It's uh, man. so uncomfortable. All I the mean time. that that those two things alone, you're that's oh, a yeah. rough rough deal. Yeah. Um but it gets worse. It gets worse. Um he also was probably like 
had some hella fucking STDs. He did. Not probably. <laughs> yeah, he did. It, he had some real, they called it VD back then, you guys, and he had it. I think, what was it, during the Bay of Pigs? Uh, yeah. That's the, he was he like, was. had like a 105 degree fever. Yeah. And he had a, quote, burning sensation and pus. Yeah. From, you can guess from where. Pee pee hole. Pee pee hole. But he. It taint his he, butt and it taint his taint. Been, it's his pee pee hole. <laughs> yeah, he was, the pee hole was bleh. Um, so he had to have like a massive, <laughs> massive inject. A barfy pee hole. Ugh. <laughs> that might be the worst thing I've ever heard. <sighs> well, I mean, it makes sense. Okay. Well, anyway. So because of this, he had to have a, a massive dose of antibiotics. <laughs> so he was in bad shape during the Bay of Pigs. Woof. Woof. Um, he also had constant back pain. Yeah. Major back pain, like very, very painful, could hardly walk around sometimes. Uh, he had a herniated disc removed in the 40s, and then he underwent a spinal uh, fusion surgery in 1957. Uh, That's crazy. If you think about like how far we've come just like surgically and how even now, like it's even today getting back surgery is really dangerous because like yeah. one wrong move – and you could be a quadriplegic or a paraplegic or like, you know, something. You get, really- or just severely like incapacitated, like yeah. with pain for the rest of your life. Yeah, it like, can that make things is worse. Irreversible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he did it then, and it was successful. I mean, in, in a way, I guess. Yeah, he also ha- he also almost died from a back surgery. I think it was in 1954. That was separate. And he wrote about it in uh, his book, Profiles in Courage. So it's very well documented that he had major, major back problems. Yeah. Um, and one of the craziest things I read while researching this was related to his back issues. Um, so since he was his back was so fucked up, he constantly wore a back brace. Yeah. Um, and an article in The Atlantic titled uh, The Medical Ordeals of JFK from a few years ago says that, quote, on November 22nd, 1963, Kennedy was, as always, wearing a corset-like back brace as he rode through Dallas. Oswald's first bullet struck him in the back of the neck. Were it not for the back brace, which held him erect, the second fatal shot to the head might not have found its mark. Whoa. Yeah. That's kind of some speculation, but I don't know. Um, That's pretty wild. Man, I don't know. High school is hard. I was fat and you wore that back brace. But I thought we had fun. <laughs> Romy and Michelle. <laughs> yeah. That's not an exact quote, but you know. No. I'm yeah. just thinking of it. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was kind of, it was pretty much. He was back, back brace so, boy. So fucked up. Do you think, Um, I don't know who is, wait, who was his vice president? Uh, They were sworn uh, in. LBJ. Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, do you think he ever put magnets on his back? Probably. LBJ was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he Okay. Also, I read this thing uh, about LBJ one time that says he had a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he also was like super vulgar, like in the White House. So he was always talking about his dick and he was always like saying, fuck, shit, you know, fart, pussy, whatever, <laughs> all the time. He was just disgusting. <laughs> You're just like uncouth. <laughs> he sounds cool. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. Anyway. He had a um, big dick. That's weird. Yeah, yeah I didn't Why not do people know, know that? that? I guess he's telling people. Uh, I think people saw it and were like, whoa. <laughs> I feel like dudes with big dicks whip him out a lot. So he probably was like. He probably did. Yeah. yeah oh, I wouldn't doubt it. He's probably like, uh, can you hand me that ruler? And then, and then like a lady goes over and it's his dick. And then like flopped on the oval <laughs> yeah. office yeah. on the resolute desk. Yeah. Oh my God. And he's like, <laughs> but wouldn't stand for it today. That's assault, brother. That's assault. Yeah. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Um, moving on with JFK. This is not about LBJ's dicks, despite what you might okay. think. Okay, but but then I wrote, remember Rosemary Kennedy, R.I.P. Oh. Dude, this she, family. Remember Rosemary Kennedy? She sure doesn't. Aww. Oh, that's a lobotomy joke. That's so fucked up. Poor Rose. She's dead. It's fine. Rosemary. Okay. Yeah, that, that whole... The, Kennedys, man, they had a, a really. That's what happens when you're like Irish Catholic and you have twenty thousand kids. They just it's get true. worse. It's like it's true. <laughs> their health problems just get worse and worse down the line because yeah, your eggs are getting older and it's a lot, man. That There's... uterus is really like worn in. You know, yeah. it's like <laughs> it's not producing the best quality. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably not how how it works, but you know. <laughs> There's just a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, I mean, lobotomies will do that to you. Yeah. Or holding in your child for two hours and depriving it of oxygen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, on top of all his, his health issues, he was also just, like, exhausted from the duties of being the president. And, yeah. you know, it's a lot of stress. Yeah. Um, or even, I, even before then, just, like, running for president. Like, r- running <gasps> yeah. is – exhausting that's when that's when he met dr jacobson right it was like during the campaign uh Mm -hmm. he was just like yeah super exhausted super run down and uh and like his friend shaw and his friend um the other guy chuck spaulding Spaulding, yeah yeah Yeah, they were like hey this guy so so dr jacobson finally like paid a visit to kennedy yeah uh so they talked him into seeing Dr. Jacobson and uh, he, Dr. Jacobson, he diagnosed Kennedy with stress and shot him up with, uh, with meth, basically. He also <laughs> gave him a, a bottle of vitamin drops, little, little pet pills. Little uh, party favor. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I guess they didn't know if there was, I, I think it was just like speed. Just yeah. down to the mill speed, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just regular old am- amphetamines. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, she – oh, she <laughs> – he was uh running the the whole campaign, stressed out, and this was, like, doing it for him. Yeah. Um, Jack- Jackie even got in on it. Yeah. It was a little bit um later. I think that was it until he was elected. Uh, yeah. Because then they didn't, um, they didn't call on Dr. Jacobson until uh, Jackie wasn't feeling very good after having given birth to John John. Oh, and she had like postpartum depression, and they were on oh. vacation down in Miami, and so they're like, "Let's call this doctor," 
and get him down here. And he was like, oh, you're depressed. Here, have this shot. And then it was like a house call. And then it was kind of like they were both super, like, into it after that. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, already before JFK even saw Dr. Jacobson, he was already on so many drugs. Oh. Let me just let me just list off like not just drugs but like all the the medication he was on. Yeah. Uh, so he was injected with and ingested corticosteroids for his adrenal insufficiency, procaine shots and ultrasound treatments and hot packs for his back. Oh my god. Lom- Lomotil, Metamucil, Paragoric, Phenobarbital, testosterone and trazetine to control his diarrhea, abdominal discomfort, and weight loss, penicillin and other antibiotics for his urinary tract infections, a.k.a. his VD, and an abscess. So, like, I think, like, a major toothache, I'm assuming. Oh. Um, And Bobby Kennedy famously said about his brother, if a mosquito bites my brother, the mosquito dies. (laughs) That's pretty funny. That's how gross and infected and medicated he was. He was, like, pickled. <laughs> it's like, so I had no idea about no. all of this. I had well, no clue. God, it's it's almost, like, it makes me respect the man even more. Hell yeah, dude. Because it's like, dude, that guy was fucked up. Yeah. And he still was, like, making big changes and, like. Giving tr- these unbelievable speeches and just yeah. being generally, like, intelligent and inspiring all the time. Yeah. Like it's yeah, insane. Let's and but now it's let's al- t- yeah. It's also scary because of the. It's next very part. scary. Yeah, we're gonna talk about some of the specific incidents. Uh, that it started to spiral out of control. Basically, his uh, his addiction to the shots that Doctor Jacobson was giving to him. Yeah, and it became so frequent that he like needed these injections, quote unquote, yeah. needed. Uh, that they had to develop a code name for Dr. Jacobson. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Dunn. It's very interesting. <laughs> it's like Mrs. Doubtfire. It's like Mrs. Dunzo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's weird. Because it's like they had, when they wanted to call him or whatever, it's like, oh, can you get Mrs. Dunn on the line? Because it was yeah. know, like secretive. Um, probably, because also people were like, once people found out, that this was happening, people did not think it was a good idea, but he's the president. And as we know, president, yeah. the president can kind of get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. So. Um, and also, like, at the time, like, they didn't have any proof to yeah. dispute, like, whatever his concoction was. I think at no, one point. No, but they point, thought like, he was a quack. They thought he was a quack. The Secret Service yeah. didn't like him. Bobby Kennedy didn't like him. Like, yeah. there was a lot of people were, like, not stoked about his presence in the White House. Like, very, he was, like, pretty ingrained in yeah. in the daily day-to-day at the white house yeah um he even was he even accompanied the president to the 1961 vienna summit which is where he kennedy had this huge meeting with uh the leader of the soviet union at the time khrushchev <sighs> like i i this is like a big fucking deal, like big meeting where we needed to be very careful. And like, this was a time where nuclear war was like, um, almost imminent. Like we were, 
we were in a very bad place uh, with the Soviet Union. Yeah. And the reason is so – I feel like the reason – it sounds like a good reason, I guess, but it's also silly because it's like he his back was bothering him so much that he was like walking around on crutches in the White House mm-hmm. and he didn't want to appear weak to this man, which is like so silly, but whatever. I don't it know. makes I, I make some it sense. makes sense, but it's like, you know, that's uh, I guess now now that we know what it is, I guess back then if you didn't know that it was meth or like you know, they didn't know if it was, like, super hardcore. It's like, okay, fine, yeah, whatever you need to, like, get through the meeting. But now it's, like, <laughs> such a silly yeah, reason to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, he was on – he was – his back was super fucked up. So that's why he had uh, Dr. Jacobson accompany him. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he, like, has this meeting with Khrushchev and r- – the the meeting scheduled he's he's anticipating him coming and jfk was like all right shoot me up with the the vitamins or whatever yeah aka aka the meth and dr <laughs> jacobson shoots him up and then khrushchev is late so the effects wear off so he's like all right i need need, need another hit and he does he gives it to him Oh, and then in the middle of then Khrushchev is there and they're like doing their meeting in the middle of that meeting. He JFK like pops out of the meeting and is like, I need another hit. I'm I'm fading. And Dr. Max is like Dr. Jacobson's like, I I don't know. I, I shouldn't do this. I don't I can't let you have a serious overdose. But he does it anyway. Oh, my God. He gave him like three doses of fucking meth. Oh my god! <laughs> to get through this incredibly sensitive, high-level meeting. What was that meeting like? Like JK, JFK must have just been like, like well, that's so the thing. Crazy. Like your the potential side effects of this of the drug are hyperactivity, impaired judgment, nervousness, and wild mood swings. Oh my so, god! So, like anything could have happened. <laughs> Doctor Jacobson, I need another hit. <laughs> I need some meth. <laughs> Dr. Jacobson, I need your vitamins. <laughs> Give them to me. Don't tell Jackie. But then Jackie ended up being stoked. Then Jackie's so. like, but then, uh, Mr. Jacobson, I need a hit of, of meth. I don't know how the fuck her voice, her <laughs> accent is insane. I don't even know. Like, have you ever seen a... Uh, the movie Jackie with Natalie Portman. No, she has the it's a, accent. It's incredible. Yeah, it's and it so sounds good. it's a good version of the accent. Or she's it's like bad. Yeah, because she's like oh, has okay. this like breathy. Yeah, like very New England weird accent. It is Mr. incredible. <laughs> Mister Jacobson, <laughs> I need to add like a hit of myth. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh Jesus! I like your version. I don't. I. It's not a. It's not a version. It's. It's a just awful voice. <laughs> but yeah, Natalie Portman. What a actress of our time. She really nails it. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Oh yeah. So he's just like doing all this crazy shit. Like I don't super underst- fucking high. I don't understand how. Like you're saying like. I do kind of have, like, I've always thought JFK was one of our greatest presidents, obviously. Yeah. 
he accomplished so much and was a great orator and and intelligent and a statesman and whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now learning all of this, I'm just like, I can't believe a person so impaired and in so much pain, like, accomplished the things that he did. Yeah. And on so many drugs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So it's mind-boggling, blah, blah, blah. Um, Oh, another thing that I read, uh, before he was elected president, it was the night of the first Kennedy-Nixon debate when they're all campaigning. And this is like early in his like meeting with Dr. Jacobson. Uh, His throat hurt, like he was exhausted, super fatigued. And uh, just a couple hours before he took the stage, he had Dr. Jacobson inject him before he like did the debate into the fucking throat <gasps> like straight into the voice box and i don't know if that's true shoot but... it into my voice box dr jacobson <laughs> dr jacobson <laughs> i can now speak clearer <laughs> i want the american people to hear me doctor so basically <laughs> he was on stage with nixon High as fuck through his throat. I don't know. (laughs) Does Adam's apple is just like. (laughs) His Adam's apple's all fucking methed out. (laughs) I don't know. Oh my God. What a time. Mm. So yeah. I I want to see, like, I want to watch footage from that debate. Like. People on meth are crazy. I go to my friend's house once a week and we have practice and she has crazy drug neighbors living next to her. And there was a man washing his feet one day in this like dirty water picking at his, he had picked all over his legs and he was out there for like three hours just picking and scrubbing. Well, (laughs) here's the thing about modern day meth is that it's not clean like it was then. Like there's or like, a lot I guess of stuff. Doctors could get clean meth technically. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like it's what, like, I, what, what you regular make meth with do now is garbage. What you make meth with yeah, what you make meth with now is like over the counter fucking shit. Yeah. And Sudafed and all that. Like it's Gross. it's not the same. Ew. It's not the same as it was then. I'm not doing but that still. fucking low end meth, okay? Yeah, only high end meth. I want the bougie meth. <laughs> oh my god um so yeah he dr jacobson eventually like we were saying becomes known as mrs dunn that's the code name for him because he's around so much and yeah the kennedy's always calling on him the kennedy's are always calling on them like both uh jfk and jackie um and they they're like they've like like i said declassified like a ton of information about yeah. the Kennedy White House over the years. And uh, there's, like, record logs of him visiting over 30 times in 1961 and 1962. That's so, crazy. I'm going to assume it was 30 times each year and not 30 times yeah. in two years. Because I feel like I agree. there was a lot going on. And that – well, I he agree. became he, – he became, like, a um, like a resident doctor to the White House. Yeah. Like, on yeah. the DL. 
He was, um, like, on call constantly. Yeah. And I think uh, what uh, one of the cool things was – not cool. I mean, it's crazy. But I'm sure why so many celebrities went to him is he was, like, super fucking discreet. Yeah. Because he uh, didn't keep – he he didn't keep, like – he kept records of, like, seeing his patients. But he – after JFK died, he destroyed all of the records of what he was treating him with. Mm-hmm. So, like – no one would ever know what was in it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. At one point, um, the Secret Service and Bobby Kennedy were like very suspicious of Dr. Jacobson. And I think they yeah. tried to get like a vial, like leftover that JFK had used to yeah. be injected with. And I think they like sent it in to like be like analyzed, but there was there wasn't enough to do a proper <gasps> and like analysis of what was in it. Um, but it like they were just like very worried. They were like, this, yeah. we don't know what's in this. And JFK famously said, I don't care if it's horse piss. It's the only <laughs> thing that works. JFK, so, so crude. Ugh. No. I, mean, I yeah. don't care <laughs> if it's dick pus. I- <laughs> it works. <laughs> it works. This shit is, makes me feel good. Yeah. Um. So – yeah, this was just an insane time. Um, yeah. And, I mean, not only JFK, but, like, many, many other really famous people that everybody, like, icons, yeah. know, like, that yeah. we know about, uh, were, were, had, like, did things that might have affected history, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for example, the, uh, allegedly, the night in May 1962 when, Marilyn Monroe famously saying happy birthday to the president at Madison Square Garden. She was high as fuck on... Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Uh, She was like, yeah, she was injected like right in the neck with uh, Jacobson's shit. Yeah. And she was like ready to to roll because she had like stage fright or something. Oh. That's that's the story. Oh, my God. Well, she was high as fuck a lot, right? Well, and that's the thing. So... I don't know. I think because, like, uh, these people got, like, a lot of uh, this kind of reassurance from an actual doctor. Yeah. They probably felt that it was, like, not bad. And they were, like, I'm feeling great. But also what happens with especially meth is you have a really, really, really bad come down. Mm. Like, really, really bad. Your body just gets exhausted. So when when the drug finally leaves it, you're just, like, I can't function. I need to have more. Oh my god. So I think to I think honestly these a lot of these people became addicted to drugs because of the kind of enabling that he did. Yeah. Um, and because he was a doctor and he was like it's okay. Well, and that's the problem with a lot of prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, people think that be, just because a doctor is prescribing it that it's safe and it's okay, but yep. You have to really well, like trust your doctor and work closely with them and get second opinions or whatever, you know, like there's just stuff you have to be careful about. Well, now look at the problem that we're in. What? <laughs> with with opio- o- opioids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. because of doctors over-prescribing medications that are highly addictive and like people can't get off of them and then they aren't prescribed them anymore and then they turn to heroin. Right. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy it's, because people, especially after you have a surgery or something and they send you home with, you know, a bottle of Vicodin or Percocet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you know, the label says could be addictive. 
maybe just take half a pill. But it's like, well, you're not monitoring that. I don't know. Like, it's just crazy. Well, that's the thing. Uh, I When I came home from surgery, I had a, like, small bottle of Oxy. I yeah. didn't even finish it all. But I luckily don't have a super addictive, like, personality or, I guess, like, like it's not in my medical DNA. Medical makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you do need – you are you do deserve to have relief from pain if you have had surgery. You're, you shouldn't be in pain yeah. after – but you should be able to be responsibly weaned off of it. Yeah. This was not happening in the 50s and 60s and no. 70s. They didn't nobody, know these things. Nobody knew these things. Um, so I, just going back to all the people that possibly changed history with this fucking shit – Um, Mickey Mantle was another, uh, very famous patient. He was in a lot of pain at the time that he was, uh, in 1961 when he was, uh, trying to break, uh, Babe Ruth's single season home run, home run record of 60 home runs. Mm -hmm. So he and Roger Maris were tied, like they were going back and forth and it was like this huge deal. And so he had Dr. Jacobson shoot him up in his hip. But the in the injection somehow caused a really bad infection, and he like we don't know if it was like because of a dirty needle or if it hit the bone. Um, either way, he missed the last few days of the season, and Roger Maris became baseball's home run king that year. <gasps> oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, that sucks. Tr- yeah, it's crazy. I think he also like missed out on the World Series too. Oh. Um, Truman Capote died of liver failure and, like, a massive amount of drugs in his system. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if his injections from Jacobson contributed to his massive drug habit. I'm sure. Because he was, like, he was a huge fan. Um, and I think, like, anybody who's, like, a writer who needs to be inspired, they, like, you know, will do anything to, like, stay up and get through their, like, writer's block, whatever. Mm. He said, Capote said that getting an injection from him was quote instant euphoria and that you um feel like superman you're flying ideas come at the speed of light and then he would describe the crash from the highs like falling down a well oh my god so (laughs) he was already like a kind of like i think he had like a depressive personality too yeah so when you're prescribed quote unquote these things that like you don't that are one size fits all you don't know what people are doing like well, and on like, top of all this and like he didn't know the long-term effects dr J- jacobson didn't and it's like yeah it's really bad for your heart like a lot of these a lot of the people that were um mentioned earlier had like long time health issues after this or yeah. like died like judy garland like yeah her heart uh, you know like fucking she did so much drugs and she i mean i think she died from barbiturates maybe like an overdose but i mean none of this shit helps well you have to take barbiturates to like calm down from oh so it was being, like a double yeah you're yeah. like you need to like medically induce your body's natural like ebb and flow yeah of, it's like of energy and then like going oh. back down when you need to go to sleep or whatever um yeah the writer rod sterling uh who people say was also high on Jacobson's meth uh, is the one who wrote the twilight zone and I mean, that, and we wouldn't maybe wouldn't have the twilight zone yeah. if it wasn't for 
the the meth. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, that's bad, but I mean, yeah. if we didn't have the Twilight Zone, that'd be shitty because it's so. We good. wouldn't. We wouldn't have Black Mirror. We would not have Black Mirror because that's like the current day Twilight Zone. That's right. Um, and then he also administered increasingly large injections to Tennessee Williams to combat his crippling depression. Mm. Uh, he it, to counter the amphetamines, he also gave Williams seconol mm-hmm. to overcome insomnia, which is like what we we're just talking about with Judy Garland, which yeah. is what I think probably contributed to her death. And the second all abuse for Tennessee Williams is what caused him to die. Um, and yeah. then 1969, one of Jacobson's clients, uh, the former presidential photographer who got JFK into all this in the first place, uh, photographer Mark Shaw, died at the age of 47. Mm-hmm. And an autopsy showed that he had died of acute chronic intravenous amphetamine poisoning. Yikes. So... It's interesting, like, none of this, uh, it's interesting because this is, like, a moment in time and it's, like, really high-profile people, but this shit still happens. Like, Oh, yeah. Tons of, especially celebrities, like, fucking Tom Petty. Michael Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, yeah, but even Tom Petty just died of an overdose. And it's, like, that's, it's crazy that, you know, people enable, yeah, Prince, uh, people enable people who are famous because they want to be like in the inner circle i feel like this doctor was probably like kind of a one of those dudes who like really enjoyed i mean he probably thought he was helping people maybe to some degree but oh it's yeah like, enjoyed the high profile life and getting flown and you know private jets to go see the president in miami and shit like that it's like oh my god he was like on the set of um the Ten Commandments because uh, of uh, what's his name, um, uh, Fisher. Oh, oh, Bobby Fisher. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like had him in his like entourage. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. just think of like what a gl- glamorous lifestyle you're living, and yeah, I mean, even in the example you had when he went to that summit, and it's like, oh, I don't, I shouldn't give you another one, but it's like, okay. Yeah, that's like one of the most like important summits of the 20th century yeah what the fuck god i can't believe people are doctors and nurses and stuff it is crazy to me i don't i like don't ever want to be responsible for like someone's life well well it should hearten people to know that he uh did lose his his license oh true true in 1969 uh no his medical (laughs) He finally got caught after after Mark Shaw died. Uh, he was under questioning. J- the The staff that worked for Dr. Jacobson admitted to buying large quantities of amphetamines to give to lots of people and give high level doses. So the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs at the time uh, seized Jacobson's supply, and his medical license was revoked on April 25th, 1975 by the New York State Board of Regents. Oh, So he did try to get it back in 1979, but they were like, no. (laughs) And then he died that year. Yeah. He Um, fucked up. Yeah. Uh, I I think I read something too. I can't, I don't remember when it was, but I think it was when the board was like reviewing him and like going to potentially take away his license that Jackie O went and visited him and was like, don't fucking say anything. And he's like, no, I won't. Like I've destroyed a bunch of records. 
even though he still had some that eventually got out. Or, you know, people were able to piece it together, but, like, yeah. she went and was like, don't say anything. You got to preserve Camelot. Yeah. Ugh, so sad. Sad, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to bet that if – this is maybe a shitty thing to say, but uh, – if JFK wasn't assassinated, he probably would have died very young from all of his his cumulative like uh, injury health problems slash health problems. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is so sad to to think about. Actually, I mean, who knows? Like, I who knows how long he would have lived? I, I yeah, I I don't think for very long. Like, he was so sick. Yeah, this poor man. This poor poor man. <laughs> Uh, and then just people aren't saying no to you, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's never for your own good. Crazy. Yeah. Well. Well, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, don't Especially do meth. Meth is bad. Uh, I mean, if you think you'd be in good company with some of the people that we just talked about, you wouldn't be. Because no, <laughs> they all, you're... they're all dead now, I'm pretty uh, sure. I think so, yeah. Mostly all dead. And a lot of them died prematurely because yeah. they did meth. Yeah. Or just like did not have a good like – Later life. Later life, yeah. We're like really ridden by health issues and I mean even like – I don't know how old Elizabeth Taylor was when she died, but she was like not having a good time the last like 10 she years She was like in her, her 80s. Life. But she was like not very mobile and – No. I don't think she was very with it. No. For a while. That's what – yeah, everything in moderation, kids. Yeah. Or just not at all, you know? Even even things that we think are benign, like alcohol in our culture. Yeah. You, you, that shit could fuck you up. So just yeah. be careful. Well, <sighs> do whatever you want. Just yeah. well, uh, take care We're of yourself. not your parents, but you're no. adults, so. No. Figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Just be excellent. Uh, be excellent. Thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, and... We are excited to see some of you. Yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, my God. Or today, if you're listening to this a day late, or or we were excited and we saw you if you yeah. listen to this after. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so be excellent to each other. Follow us on social meds. Mm-hmm. At DTFU Podcast everywhere. Check mm-hmm. out the Patreon at DTFU Podcast. Check out DTFUPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. You'll find so many fun things you w- didn't even know existed. We got a lot of content out there. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy your life and everything in moderation. Yes. <laughs> don't do meth. <laughs> uh, don't do meth. <laughs> don't do meth, kids. <laughs> Drugs are bad. <laughs> Drugs are bad. And that is not alleged. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.